Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. Did he just say it's time? Oh, it is on like a prawn who yawns and yawns. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! And rumble we shall. How's it going? It's Event Lab. It's a podcast with two friends. My name's Nathan. I'm Rebecca. We're here talking about you about a, a few things. Actually, it's going to be fun. Rebecca, in fact, what are we talking about today? I've got some things I need to vent about. Like, one, can we please stop using grad speeches for political platforms? Right? Also, I haven't watched a movie in, like, a year, maybe more. And quite frankly, at this point, I blame coronavirus. Definitely. And uh, instead of complaining about... No, no, that wasn't what I was going to do. We're in it now. You got to. There's no turning back. This is it. Once okay. I hit the record button, we're going. Nathan, why am I relating to Ryan Seacrest so much right now? <laughs> You're probably really relating to him right now. Uh, yeah, I. you know, I don't know. Uh, also, I almost died in a car accident today. Well, what? I almost had a car accident, and then I probably would have died. Uh, and quite frankly, I'm... Scared it's going to happen again. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you're okay with that. We'll, <laughs> well talk about that more here pretty soon. Okay, and why can't we all see through the eyes of John Krasinski? Oh, seriously, dude. What a nice guy. He's amazing. What a nice guy. So what happened? Oh, you, you want me to start with the I want to know crash? about how you almost died in a car crash. Here, here's the story. Okay. All right. Hold on. You know what? I got a music bed for this. Where did it go? Here. I was in my car, five <laughs> thirty, driving uh-huh. to work. That's early. Maybe five fifty. By the time I, I'm close, right? About to get to Gardner, and I notice something dangling in my view. Oh! What is this? It's blurry. No. It's close. So I look. It's a spider. Oh my gosh! It would totally make sense if you were killed by a spider. Right. I keep my cool, I look at it, I take my hand, and I snatch it! Yeah? And then, I look at my hand, and do you know what I said? The spider is still moving oh, in my hand. in your hand. And by this point, yeah, it's like... Crawling around rapidly on my around my finger, like just going oh, ham. Okay, but I gotta make my exit. Like make your exit, like your car needs to make an exit. Now R- you need to make an exit. Well, I f- I felt like I needed to make an uh-huh. exit, right? So uh, no, no, I I had to make an exit. I had to get on get on Gardner exit so I get to work. Uh huh. So I I tell myself, okay, focus, 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 focus. Okay, because I gotta make this exit. So I make the exit. Spider still crawling around in between your fingers and stuff. I look back at my hand to see where the spider was so that I could smush it. Now that the important stuff has gone, and I didn't miss my exit. Uh-huh. And the spider is gone. It's but gone. It's still there. No, it's gone. It's just not on your hand. It's just not on my hand. Is it on my pants? Is it on my is it on my seat? Is it in my hair? Did it go back on the ceiling? Did it Spider Man out the window? I don't know. 
but it's somewhere in my car. Uh-huh. Unless it crawled in my pocket and it got out at work, which I would prefer. Regardless, the spider is alive. So am I, fortunately. Mm-hmm. But I was so proud of myself, Rebecca, because you hear stories of people who see spiders in their cars and they crash uh-huh. from seeing a spider. And in that moment, I was thinking, do not crash your car. Do not. You are okay. Just make the exit. Then we can continue on the spider saga. And uh-huh. so I I kept my cool. I kept my cool. I'm really All proud right? of you. Was, was it ever a close call? Because I feel like you kind of exaggerated that whole you almost died thing. Well, I almost got in a car accident. I almost crashed my car. And then I probably would have rolled around and uh, died probably. Mm-hmm. So in essence, in a roundabout kind of way, yes, I almost died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did, did I ever tell you about my husband's incident with the spider and his car and $700 later? Uh, <laughs> no. Did he not keep his cool? Um, no, no, not really. Okay. So this was when he had an 89 Camaro. Like this was his baby and he had glass T-tops on it. Mm-hmm, he wasn't mm-hmm. even in the car at the time. He, he had his T-tops off because the weather was nice and he went to go put the T-top on. If you don't know what a T-top is, it's a big glass panel that it's on. You got two of them that you put on your car and, you know, like the cars in the middle. So that makes a T. Anyway. So he's going to put the T-top on and he notices there's a spider crawling up towards his hand while he's holding the glass T-top in his hand. And instead of like calmly setting the T-top down and like brushing the spider off or something, he decides to tap the the T-top glass on the ground to try to shake the spider off. But when he taps (laughs) the the glass, it shatters into a million little pieces. West. You know, you see those videos of people like trying to break the glass to get in a car mm-hmm. and you like that you, you can't do it like you just can't break through. Apparently, you can break through T-tops really, really easily. Just tap it lightly on the corner because it shatters everywhere. Good to know. If you see a car with T-tops, that's that's where you hit it. <laughs> right at the T. <laughs> Well, the T is actually part of the vehicle. Well, okay, right at the top, on right, the right at, right at the corner of the glass. The T, the T, T, the, <laughs> the top, the T top. Hit, hit, just hit the glass. Just anywhere that it's glass. All right, breaking into cards is easy. My day wasn't quite as advent- adventurous as yours, but I messed up again today, Nathan. Again? And I got tweeted at for my mess up. That seems to be the the typical response. Okay. I actually mess up every day, but people don't always call me out on it every day. But today I got called out on it. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what it was last time. My most famous mess up is when I tried to say anonymity. Which you have since learned how to say and you're nailing it. Yes. I do have to think right beforehand. Anonymity. I just, the, the M's and the N's. No, I'm there with you, man. It's a hard word. It is. Anybody who claims to be able to say that word. Every time, mm-hmm. they're lying. They're full of it. Well, I have successfully said that word a lot lately. Today, it wasn't that I accidentally said a word wrong, like that my mouth just wouldn't work. It was that I learned the word the wrong way. And it's, okay, it's hydroxychloroquine. Hi, no, hydroxychloroquine. 
hydroxychloroquine. Quin? Quin. Hydroxychloroquine is the name of the medication that was in trials for coronavirus. Okay. Which President Trump is currently taking as a preventative. Right. I heard about that. Okay. I was calling it, this is so simple. I was just calling it hydrochloroquine instead of hydroxychloroquine. Not a big deal, right? Well, I mean, in the structure okay, of it, yes. that's a big deal. But. Thank you, Nathan. The tweet that somebody tweeted at me telling me that I had mispronounced hydroxychloroquine gave me the chemistry formula breakdown. Which you probably totally understood because you're One a chemist. Was, you know, H2O for hydro. Right, And I course. believe it was like HHC. Or just HH. You know, I could look at the tweet, actually. Yeah, it was probably just and, H and for hydro, actually. And C for, for hy- Hi- hydro. Hydroxy. Wait, is it hydro? Hydro is water. Hydro. Yeah, but you said H2O, and I think it's just H. No, that, no, no you're H2O right. You're right. is water. I mean, hey, listen, listen. It's been a while you, since I took chemistry. You did a right? lot better in chemistry than I did. Yeah, well, I was faking it most well, of the time, much. actually. You managed to pass the test. Yeah, I just didn't tell my professor I was faking it. And see, kids, that's the key for all you graduates. That's the key. Okay, okay, okay. Here it is. Just take it till you make it. Hydro equals water. H2O. Oh, wait. No, he says H-O-H. Yeah, H2O because two H's. H-O-H. That's kind of confusing the way he tweeted that. He should have just tweeted H2O. He was probably just trying to be But hydroxy is just H-O. Okay. So I added an extra H when I oh. when I thought I was shortening the word by saying hydrochloroquine, I was actually lengthening it because I added an extra H. I think that this is such an unnecessary. Was he right? Sure. Was it a mistake? Sure. Does mm-hmm. anybody care? Um, no. Apparently, one of my coworkers as well because I got a text about it. Okay. I feel like I know which coworker. Uh-huh, you do. And uh, here's the thing. Nobody cares. Well, okay. So the text comes in saying, you know, that I, I mispronounced this. They, they said they believed that I had mispronounced this. They thought that I heard or they thought they heard me say it like this. And I was like, yeah, honestly, I've been saying it like that for a month. I think I heard somebody say it that way. And it's such a complicated word that I don't try to read it mm-hmm. verbatim when I'm doing the news. And so I just like see that it's the word. And so I just say it the way I remember hearing it. Yeah, that and you read hydro more than you read hydroxy. So it could just yeah. be one of those things where you read the word and your brain just finishes it for you, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, that's H-Y-D. Uh, okay, that's hydro. Yeah, but you know who I can really relate to? Because of all of my um, mistakes. Not the smart guy on Twitter. Uh, no, Ryan Seacrest. Yeah? Is Apparently he, he had a, a, a mistake chemistry, on air. Chemistry mistake? No, no, not at all. He, he was just stumbling over his words during American Idol finale on Friday night. It was live. He was, he was hosting it live from his house. Like they're all in their separate homes hosting the show. And so he was hosting and he was doing fine all night. But then he had a moment where he tripped over his words a lot. And then here's the weird thing. Like one eye was kind of squinted and then the other eye looked like it was dilated. Like one eye looked open and the other eye looked kind of close. Sounds like he was having a stroke. (laughs) And then that's what people thought. Really? Yeah. So people were like tweeting at him just like me. And was like, (laughs) dude, seriously though, are you okay? 
Like, people really thought that he had a stroke. Hey, buddy. So the rep for Ryan Seacrest said to set the record straight, explaining that the host was simply under a lot of stress. Ryan did not have any kind of stroke last night, the rep told people in a statement. Like many people right now, Ryan is adjusting to the new normal and finding work-home balance with the... with the added stress of having to put on a live show from home. So basically his rep is saying, guys, he wasn't having a stroke. He's just stressed out and tripped over his words. (laughs) (laughs) And I can totally relate to that. I can't tell you how many times where I'm like, oh my gosh, what is my problem? Why can I not speak today? And you pointed out to me one time of like something that you noticed, like when I can't speak right, you always would ask me if I was hungry. And that was almost always the case. Like I hadn't eaten well or something. You're like shaken and your brain is just fanatic. Low blood sugar probably is what it really is. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that was Ryan's problem. What I don't, (laughs) what doesn't make sense, because that makes sense about like him, you know, mispronouncing words or he didn't even mispronounce word. He just like, (laughs) gave up on a sentence halfway through. He's like, I don't know. And then the I thing. Yeah. yeah. And then the his I thing. What? Nobody is so tired that their eye looks... I don't know. He'd have to be mega tired. I know you're exhausted. I'm so tired right now. <laughs> and though your eyes... Oh, Elvis wants to be a part of the podcast. Hello, Elvis. Um, and though your eyes aren't like two different sizes right now... <laughs> I think they could be. Don't you ever have like the eye spasms or something when you're super tired? I do. Yes. Maybe that's what was going on. I didn't realize other people had those eye spasms. Really? Actually. I'm really glad you said that. <laughs> I thought something was wrong with me. but Well. <laughs> that's usually my go-to, really, which is probably bad. It's, like, ah, it's just me. Ah, something's wrong with me. Yeah. And you're not going to figure out what's wrong. You know. It's yeah. always a safe bet. Oh my gosh, Elvis is going to rip this door down trying to get in. He has been absolutely nuts today. He has, but he's doing that ooze thing again where he secretes the juices from his butt. The only dog I know that does that. It makes zero sense. I know. He needs a grooming appointment so his glands can be expressed. Hopefully, I'm going to check with his groomer this week and see if they're opening back up. Is that just a sheepdog thing? That they need their glands Um, expressed? I had a Cocker Spaniel that had to have his glands expressed. Though, I don't remember him oozing like Elvis. I just feel like this is a Crockett thing. Well, I've never. I mean, he wasn't born a grant. Granted, granted, I don't talk to most people about whether or not they excrete their anal glands, <laughs> the anal glands of their pets, or uh, whatever you call it. Yeah, excrement the. Anyway, mm-hmm. you are the only family that I have ever met that do this with their pets. I don't. I think. Here's the, here's the thing. I think you only know farm that's not families. True. I knew you were going to say that, and that's 100% And when not true. all your animals are like outdoors, you don't have to think about that. It's definitely not true. But indoors, you definitely notice if the dog gets excited and he releases his anal juice. <laughs> also, we've had indoor pets before. Uh-huh. And they never did that. I think it's the diet. I think whatever you guys are feeding these animals, all the friggin' table food, mm-hmm. 
You need to stop. See, we don't feed him a lot of table food. Every, right, okay. Every, he gets a tiny bite of stuff from time to time. Every single but it's not time like we that put I'm a, here, I've seen. We you. don't put like a plate of food on the floor. I'm just saying. He just gets a bite of whatever I'm eating I'm because I share everything with Elvis. All right. Okay. Okay, but I do know other people who take their pets and have that done. You part of a anal gland excretion it's a Facebook, Facebook group. group. You guys can just talk about your friggin' dog's ooze and where are your best anyway. Okay, we could continue. Okay, I'm okay, sorry. Okay. We could continue. You know what? Let's talk about graduation speeches. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so of course we're going through a very unique time. And there's a lot of graduations that aren't happening right now or they're delayed. So there's been a lot of like celebrities and stuff that have been speaking for graduation ceremonies. Like they'll record a video and put it out there and it's like they're just giving graduation speeches to like hundreds of thousands of graduations at the same time. But some of those people are doing something that is annoying me so much right now. They're not taking their dogs to get their anal glands excreted. I don't know what these buttons. It's uh, do. it's turned oh, off, okay. so you can uh, get good. Okay. That was actually kind of an appropriate sound effect to use. Crickets. It worked because I wasn't saying anything. Oh, okay. After you said that, so gotcha. okay. Gotcha. Okay. All right. It's it was just in reach, and you just wanted to make a sound effect. It was. Where's you got you got spoiled. Oh my gosh, Rebecca. Okay, that's what I'm looking for right there. Okay, Nathan. Before we talk about graduations, did you hear about that butcher that backed into the meat grinder? Yeah, that was really unfortunate. I know he got really a little bit behind in his work. (laughs) You're so bad at this. It's so loud. Please. I pushed the wrong one. You're so bad. And I said the punchline wrong. <laughs> You'll get better. Hold on. Let me try that again. Okay. Let, me try, let me try that again. All right. Was it the teal one? No, here? it's the yellow It's the yellow. One. Oh, that's cheers. That's cheers. Okay. It's the purple. Nathan. It's the purple. Do you hear about the butcher that backed into his meat grinder? Uh-huh. He got a little behind in his work. Alrighty then. Can we move on? Stop. I'm going <laughs> to take the board out of your reach. Oh, good luck. There's a lot of wires there. So? Okay. Nathan, yes. do you know what's really annoying me about some of these famous people who are giving graduation speeches? Their co-hosts keep hitting random hotkeys no. in the middle of their Nathan, speech? it's worse than that. Oh, Really? I can't They're imagine. using graduation speeches for a political platform. And I think that's really annoying right now because aren't we going through enough? Aren't graduates going through enough right now that they just need they just need your inspirational stories? On the back. You know, okay, I don't know about you, but scrolling through Facebook right now, people are like people who don't normally battle each other on facebook are battling each other on facebook right now yeah i tell you what though this has been a really great like time to figure out just how crazy your friends actually are (laughs) like oh my gosh i never would have thought 
you would be that into conspiracies. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Cool. Yeah, that is a good documentary. I'm sure it's going to be a great documentary. I'm so excited. My sweet, sweet mother today posted an article on her Facebook page about how Christians have to wear a yellow cross to church now. What? And people commenting on this article were like, are you kidding me? Do you know who wrote the article? The Onion? Babylon B. Really? Mm-hmm. If you don't know, like my poor mother, my poor sweet mother, Babylon B is a satire. Like... That stuff's not real. Like that's supposed to be like funny. Like it's like you're, a cr- you're making fun of things. Yeah, it's like a Christian onion. Yeah, I mean Babylon B is hilarious, but my sweet mom thought that that was real and posted it on her Facebook account, and Dude. then her sweet friends thought it was real and were freaking out about it. And I was like, "Oh, guys!" That I actually commented on it. Was like, "Mom, it's not real. That's a satire." It really like. Some of these people, man, it's really brought into light of like who is willing to like just take 15 minutes and do a little research before like sharing or like totally backing this article that you found on Facebook or Reddit or wherever. Like, you know, maybe just do a little extra Here's research. Here's what I'm noticing. there, There's a particular age group that is mostly sharing this stuff not all of it but there's a large portion of it and i wonder if some of that comes from not understanding where these things come from and how things are generated and made up Mm -hmm. and that those things aren't real and that you can't just click and share everything that you see like some of them are put there for that purpose yeah like if somebody posts an article of like a child who has a deformity and says, nobody likes me because I'm deformed. Share this picture and wish me a happy birthday or something like that. Absolutely not true. And you have just shared your contact list with somebody who's going to try to scam everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If there is a child that is disabled or a pet that is ugly and nobody will like their picture and they are announcing that, that is absolutely not the case. Do not share those. Yeah. Okay. That was a little <laughs> side note that we didn't plan on, like Facebook tips. <laughs> I just hope, I hope the ears that need to hear, hear your message. Or they just turned off our podcast. Yeah. I, uh... <laughs> okay. So let's talk about graduation speeches. Okay. So, okay. They're, they're, they're sharing quote, their... Quote, unquote, graduation mm-hmm. speeches. They're sh- sharing their political opinions, which I think is just really discouraging and a little selfish of them to take that time to focus on them themselves and their agenda. Mm-hmm. So I scoured the internet and found some of the best graduation speeches ever given. And I grabbed just a quick little clip of those graduation speeches and I compiled them together to make one one minute graduation speech completely out of context oh i have no idea how this is gonna sound is it gonna make sense probably not just gonna sound like a bunch of random people just talking quotes yeah cool so here you go i hope you're inspired i learned many great lessons from my father jim carrey not the least of which was that you can fail at what you don't want 
So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. What I regret most of my life are failures of kindness. Those moments when another human being was right there in front of me, suffering, and I responded sensibly. Making your bed will also reinforce the fact that the little things in life matter. If you can't do the little things right, you'll never be able to do the big things right. In my experience, you will truly serve only what you love. Because service is love made visible. If you love friends, you will serve your friends. If you love community, you will serve your community. If you love money, you will serve your money. Uncertainty is not always a bad thing. In fact, I, I kind of welcome uncertainty. I think instead of resisting it, you can surf uncertainty. You know, keep your balance, stay agile. Un expect the unexpected bumps. It's, it's harder to do when uncertainty comes at you like a tsunami, but it's a good principle to live by. I'm Batman. <laughs> I hope you're inspired. I'm I inspired. So inspired. Okay, seriously Especially though, last one. Jim Carrey's grad speech in its entirety, if you've never listened to it, I don't agree with absolutely everything he said, but 90% of the things he says in that grad speech are pretty phenomenal. Like, I've just sat and listened to it before just for encouragement because it's really good. And the part where he talks about his father teaching him that you can do what you you could do what you don't like to do and still fail about it, fail at it. He was saying his dad had always wanted to be a comedian, but he took a sensible job instead as a salesman. And then his dad lost his job and the family ended up like homeless and fighting to just try to find a meal. And so that's when he was saying if you're going to fail, you might as well fail at what you love doing. And I thought that was really inspiring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it still kind of implies that you're going to fail regardless. Which, which isn't, isn't a bad thing. Well, it's not always true either. But, yeah. I, I, I don't I know. Would, I can't say there's something I haven't failed at at some point. Oh, I hardly ever fail. Like, <laughs> right. You know? Mm -hmm. But... Whenever I do, I would rather fail at something that I love doing right. than something that I <laughs> don't love doing. Right. You'd rather fail as a radio show host than um, a burger flipper. Yeah. I just don't think I'd be good at burger flipping. So right. I, and so in that case, I'm probably more likely to fail. <laughs> for being honest, I mean, I've never tried flipping burgers, but I hear it's a pretty high skill job mm-hmm yeah yeah cool what else are we talking about i forget you know what i'm really frustrated about <laughs> yeah dude i'm sorry like you said i'm really tired <laughs> very very tired and like in between every sentence my brain like reboots up and then it's got to remember where it was i see it in your eyes they keep doing that spasm thing like one small one's big. no it's not <laughs> i'm not writing seacrest whether you're like stroking out over here okay so a lot of movies got canceled going into the summer and the one that i'm most upset about right now is a quiet place too Dude. I was really, really, really looking forward to that. 
Yeah, dude, A Quiet Place 2, Mulan, the the live oh my action gosh, Mulan. Yes, I wanted to see. I love these live action Disney movies. Mm-hmm. <sighs> there was, uh, speaking of Disney. Mulan, I hope they have that good song in there, the let's get down to business. I don't think they normally use songs in the live action, do they? Yeah. Do they? Yeah, the, yes. Nathan, which, which live, have you well, okay. watched any live action okay. Disney films? I watched Jungle Book and they did. They did they have did. it in there. Like one though. Cinderella. Oh no, they had way more than one. They had the Bear Necessities. They had the scary one where the orangutan comes after him. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only one I remember. Maybe I just blacked out for the rest of the movie. Maybe. 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 I, you're right though. Let's I do. I do remember. down to business. Anyway, Mulan, apparently there was another uh-huh. Wonder Woman that was coming out. Yes. Wonder Woman 1984. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, she's my girl. Black Widow. I don't know. Was the Black Widow, was that a movie or is that like a series? I thought they were making a series out of it. Okay. Well, as we know, never mind. I'm not going to say it. All right. I'm not going to say the spoiler, even though everybody should have watched that movie by now. Well, this thing says film, so I'm going to assume it's a film. Um, there was also the new, uh, uh, uh 007 movie. That one okay, got pushed back. James Bond thriller and Billy Eilish or William Eilash did the song for that. Yep. A Top Gun. Anyway, there's a lot of movies that got pushed back. And here's the crazy thing is that this extends into 2021 because some movies were pushed back to a date where there was a different movie being released. And so then that movie has to be pushed back. That sucks. It sucks. <laughs> and I was thinking, I was literally thinking this the other day. I was like, man, I haven't been to a movie with anybody in so long. I should text somebody and we should go see a movie. Mm-hmm. And I I was thinking like, why haven't I done this? And then I remembered, right. <sighs> There's a pandemic. There was like 10 times before the pandemic hit that I was like, should we go see a movie? No, because there's some really good things on Netflix right now. I have never regretted something so much in my life. Like, yeah, dude. why didn't we just go to the movie? I had no idea that Netflix would be all I have. I'm wondering how movie theaters, I'm wondering whether people will like flock to the movie theaters mm-hmm. or if they're going to be like, ah, I don't really want to go to a movie theater anymore. AMC filed for bankruptcy a while I back. I to see that, but it's a restructure, like a chapter 11. Okay. So they're not like folding. They're more, more or less it's, just screaming it, They're, they're in a desperate in situation and they're going to try and figure, they're going to close some places. They're, they're, they're going to do what they can to try to stay alive. Popcorn is going to be through the roof whenever things come back. Wasn't Amazon considering buying AMC? AMC? I I kind of hope so. I think that was a thing. I kind of hope so, dude. And I'm a little bit of a fanboy of Amazon now. And it's not really because <laughs> I work for them. Uh-huh. It's just because I've I've started to take notice that whatever Amazon does... They have so much money that they're like, oh, let's just do it right. Mm-hmm. Like they're not skimping out on anything. I work with robots. Mm-hmm. You know, like like Amazon is like, I don't know, like what's the best way we could do this? All right, let's do it. You know, at least that's my general understanding. And then they hired you. So they're like, let's just get it right and hire right. Nathan. Exactly. How do we get the, the most efficient work from a single person? Well, there's this guy named Nathan that uh, that we could hire. He did a really good job. 
supervising at UPS whenever he was 19. He has so, this uh, weird nickname, Better Late or Better Nate Than Never. No, no, no. What no, does no. that mean? No, that's not, that's not a, no, that doesn't exist. That's not a thing, actually. So, uh, you know, you could just go ahead and just, um. No, please, no, 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 no. Stop, dude. I'm going to take this board away from you. I can't even mute that pot. It's the one I can't mute. Stop. I will not argue this. All right. Anyway, so there is a uh, thing. Speaking of movies, by the way, also March Madness got canceled because, you know. No, that's too bad. You know. uh, Oh, I mean, it is too bad. I know there's a lot of people out there that like basketball. So Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you said basketball because I was going to say football. I really couldn't remember. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, somebody put up. Oh, it's on Rotten Tomatoes, actually. Um, The Ultimate Summer Movie Showdown. So you can. That's. So loud. You've got to learn how to like, <laughs> you got to move into it slowly and find the right. All right. Jeez. And now I'm hitting the mic. I'm sorry. This is, this is a mess. Every time I look away, she reaches over for this thing. I have, I have some hotkeys near me that are like right in my arm's reach. And Nathan has another set of hotkeys by him. But he has to turn his head. <laughs> so every time he turns his head, I have full access to the hotkeys without him looking. It's so annoying. Why are you holding your hand on the volume Because button? I can't mute it. I would break it if I could, but I'm not going to. Okay, I'm to. not going to touch it. I'm not going to touch it, I you, promise. Did you cross your... You're crossing all your fingers. Right. Uh, yeah, and then <laughs> Just, she crosses her okay, arms. Summer movie showdown. Summer movie <laughs> showdown so you can get your March Madness bracket goodness. But it's movies... And Rebecca, let me tell you what, this has been so exciting. You can definitely tell who's been voting because it's all nerds. And you can tell it's all nerds <laughs> because all the Star Wars movies have been winning. There's Okay, what's the Star Wars movies beating out? All righty, let's go through this March movie madness bracket. Let me zoom in here. Previously, we saw Star Wars take on the Dark Knight. Star Wars came out of that one successfully. After that, Jaws taking on Raiders of the Lost Ark. Which one? Raiders took oh, the come W there. On. This one I'm not super excited about. Return of the Jedi versus Iron Man 1. Return of the Jedi did make it through. Great movie, but Iron Man 1 has a soft spot in my heart. Finding Nemo versus Spider-Man 3. Not super stoked about this one either. Finding Nemo took the W on that one. Okay, I'm kind of shocked by that. I am too. Not really sure what was going on there. Dark Knight Rises versus Infinity War. Can you guess? The Dark Knight Rises. Wait, no. Infinity War was like the best movie ever, right? Tell you what, I voted for Infinity War. I did. The Dark Knight Rises took the W on that one. Revenge of the Sith. Now get this. Revenge of the Sith. This Uh is Star Wars Episode 3. The one where Anakin goes completely rogue, kills all the little kids. Was that like the seventh movie? Uh no. No. Okay. Is is literally episode three. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, technically, you know it was the confused. eighth. Well, okay, it was the eighth right. one that was made, but the third one in the saga. Anyway, Revenge of the Sith versus Marvel's Avengers Endgame. Revenge of the Sith Wait, took the W on that no one. No way. 
Okay. Toy Story 3 versus Back to the Future. Back to the Future makes its okay. way. Okay, okay, that one was on. On up. Civil War versus Empire Strikes Back. I tell you what, a whole lot more Star Wars fans than Marvel fans here. Apparently, Empire Strikes Back goes through. Okay, was this just like sent out to like some Star Wars club uh, to do the voting? I got it off Reddit off just the front page. So I think there's just a lot of Star Wars fans out there and people are tired of uh, Marvel movies at this point. So now we are in the See, top I, eight. I'd rather America. watch a Marvel movie than a Star Wars movie. But that being said... That means I've, nothing coming from you. I have just no never offense. really gotten into Star Wars right. movie, but I feel like Marvel and Star Wars, like that, those movies are kind of on the same level and that they have very similar audiences. They they do, in fact, and I'm so surprised that Star Wars has really just been taking the cake all the way through. Now, going into the top eight, we have Empire Strikes Back versus Back to the Future, Revenge of the Sith versus The Dark Knight Rises, Finding Nemo versus Return of the Jedi and Raiders of the Lost Ark versus Star Wars. And let me tell you where we're sitting. By the way, the voting for uh, the top eight ends at the end of today. So if you're listening to this, odds are that you uh, the voting's already you're done. Probably too late. I'm going to go it. ahead and vote on this again, so I get twice the votes. How did? Why did you not vote the Nemo movie? Why okay. would I vote for Nemo over Return of the Jedi? Are you crazy? Which one is Return of the Jedi? Is that the one where the Jedi returns? I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> All right. So right now, we're looking at the top eight. Again, I said... Uh, where did the Jedi go, though? I mean... I mentioned that uh, they were in hiding. I mentioned that... actually, Well, they mostly got murdered by Darth Vader, uh, if we're being honest there. Um, anyway, you know what? You should watch the series. It's really good. Okay. So going you. down to the final uh, top eight, here. right? Where, round are we, four. where are we sitting at? It's coming to an end tonight. Raiders of the Lost Ark is winning over Star Wars 59% to 41. Return of the Jedi winning 55% over Finding Nemo 45. That's actually closer than I thought it would yeah, be. Yeah. Too close, if I you ask get me. Get on there and vote. The Empire Strikes Back 54% winning over Back to the Future. And uh, this one I'm not super stoked about. The Dark Knight Rises is winning over Revenge of the Sith. What? 69%. The biggest gap in round four. I agree with it, though. The Dark Knight Rises, man. Listen, it was a good movie, and I get it. People really, really like it. I hate Batman. And that is that. Wow. I'm sorry. What do you have against Batman? Why do you hate him? Uh, It's so cheesy, and I feel like he has no superpowers. I don't feel like that. I know he has no superpowers. He's like... He's like a, a should, lame Iron Man. No, that should give you inspiration. That no. somebody without actual magical superpowers. They're not magical. Whatever, Rebecca. however they get their superpowers. However, they get their superpowers. That somebody who's just a normal human being whose parents get killed in an alley right. can rise up and protect the citizens of the city that they live in. You know what? Iron Man built a suit from a box of scraps in a cave another way that you could be inspired and uh you know i'm not saying that though i, I would say tony his Stark, brains are his superpower you think you think tony also his brains? fashion sense tony you're talking about tony stark yeah you're not talking about freaking bruce i i am not talking about bruce bruce either moment. wears a suit or a suit that's all he knows no, how to wear see okay he wears a suit but he he has somebody who does his tech for him. Also, also, yeah, a weakness. Imagine 
you're like, how do I kill uh, Batman? I don't know. Let's kill his tech guy. <laughs> then he's gonna come out, come at you with like his pajamas. Like, <laughs> hey, where you kill my tech guy, <laughs> Alfred? <laughs> All right, and listen. Batman. The secret to taking down Batman is killing his tech guy. Just cut off his supply. He's nothing without his tech guy. Tell you who the real superhero is. Well, he's okay for, for like the next year until his tech expires. Right. Anyway. Anyway, what about Iron Man? Iron Man is super smart. He's super awesome. He makes a freaking flying suit that can shoot missiles and stuff. Freaking Bruce. Uh, uh, what's his name? Wayne? Bruce Wayne. Yeah, Batman. I don't uh-huh. even care what his name is. <laughs> Bat boy for all I care. All right? Okay. Freaking coronavirus boy, am uh-huh. I right? No, okay. All right, well, I said it. Oh, wow. <laughs> he has nothing. And get this, but you didn't know this. He doesn't kill people. He doesn't. Iron Man? No, Batman. Batman. Iron Man shoots bullets. <laughs> See, that's. I think that's his strength with Batman, that he doesn't kill anybody. Okay, think about this. And the Dark Knight Rises, he doesn't kill the Joker, and guess what the Joker does? Kills hundreds of people. Yeah, but Batman doesn't have the blood on his hands, and have he you watched- He does! Are you kidding have me? Have you watched the other Joker movies? That Joker was really, really misunderstood. It does not matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter at all. Rebecca, there's literally a scene in The Dark Knight Rises where he has Joker by the neck. Uh-huh. And he lets him go because he's a little girl. No. Just shoot the boy. No. Just beat him into a pulp. See, you have the muscles. You I have like the suit. I like where Heath Ledger played Joker, and I really liked Heath Ledger. And so I feel like, you know, there's a heart within the Joker. And if the right person comes along then the Joker can be redeemed. You want to talk about redemption. The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Sorry, not the... Imp- well, actually, maybe the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Revenge so, of the Sith. What are we going to talk about next? Redemption. You're saying you're saying the Joker needs redemption. What about Darth Vader? I tell you what. Revenge of the Sith, one of the greatest movies... This might hurt a lot of people, all right? This might make a lot of people angry. One of the greatest movies in the Star Wars saga. It is the turning point where Anakin Skywalker officially becomes Darth Vader. He kills, he begins the purge of the Jedi Order. And it is because he does this that we have future Star Wars episodes, (laughs) Rebecca, with Darth Vader, and then... Bringing it back around to redemption. In episode eight, Darth Vader comes back to the light side. He was talked into it by his son. He saves his son, actually, Luke Skywalker. Did you know Luke Skywalker is uh, Darth Vader's son? I'm aware. In fact, speaking of uh, Luke Skywalker, he's born in Revenge of the Sith. Uh Uh-huh. This is a way better movie than the Dark Knight poops (laughs) or whatever. It's an upset. It's horrible. Don't even crickets me. You know what I just noticed? What? I just, I'm looking at the voting numbers because this uh-huh. website has the voting numbers, and there's like, let's see, how many? I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, so like uh, uh, six, 1.6 million people, 1.2 million votes, 1.2 million votes. On the Revenge of the Sith versus the Dark Knight Rises, uh-huh. 3.1 million votes. Twice! 
the number of votes <laughs> twice. Can you believe it? Since you're not watching the podcast, it's like you won't realize that I just tried to push the sound buttons and Nathan had these ninja-like skills. I, I'm passionate about this. <laughs> ninja-like skills because he was able to stir, <laughs> turn the pot down and hit my hand off of the keys while he was explaining all of that. 3.1. Here's my point, okay? What's 69% of 3.1? I don't have my phone on me. Anyway, a lot of freaking Batman fans have freaking rounded themselves trying to push a Batman film to the top of this bracket, and I will be deep in the cold, hard grave before I see this thing take down a Star You're Wars You're also movie. not going to move your hand from the pot where I can push the hotkeys. It's basically just a part of the board at this point. <laughs> okay. I digress. Uh-huh. So that's it. Hop on to Rotten Tomatoes tomorrow and <laughs> vote for the final four of the ultimate. Hold on. Let me do this right. Of the ultimate summer movie showdown. All right. All right. Can we talk about why I love John Krasinski so much? I, I guess if I talked about why I love Star Wars, you could talk about. Okay. And this has nothing to do with The Office, but also has everything to do with The Office. Because, of course, if you're an Office fan, you fell in love with John Krasinski during that entire series episodes. Is it called a series? I think it's called a series. Yeah. A series of episodes. Okay. Seasons. That's the word I was looking for, not series. Well, it's a series of seasons. All the seasons of The Office. Okay. So when the pandemic hit and everybody had to stay home on their stay-at-home orders, lots of people went to Facebook and started battling each other, posting conspiracy theories, and getting really upset about everything and battling family members and the... Things things went bad during the pandemic, Nathan. I everybody, don't I don't think I need to tell you this, but everybody's all grumpy. People got crazy. Fighting in the streets. Well, fighting in the virtual streets. Right. They couldn't go outside. Right. They had to stay within six feet of each other. Yeah. Um, John Krasinski, he didn't do any of that. He wins this pandemic because he John Krasinski was everything we needed during the pandemic. He rocked it. He started this program that he would record every Sunday and it would post that night called Some Good News, SGN. Had his kids like make the logo for it. It was super cute. And each week he would have people submit for good things that are happening in the world. You know, hence some good news. Mm -hmm. And he would collaborate all of these cool things and he would be sharing local stories of all the different states around the country and around the world of like how people were rising above, how they were taking the higher road, how they were helping other people. Um, Like there was this little girl, I think her name was Coco, and she survived cancer and like finished her last chemo treatments and she was on her way home to where they would normally celebrate but because of the pandemic they couldn't celebrate so thousands and thousands of people lined the streets on her way home 
to congratulate her oh. on her last chemotherapy. Oh. And that was like in the very first episode. And on the very last one, he has her in it talking about like in every episode, he had somebody announcing like how the weather was and they'd just be like, it would be a celebrity and they'd be like, yeah, it looks pretty good. Well, he had her do the weather on this last one and she's sitting outside in the sunshine and she's like, yeah, it looks, it looks great. Like for her, the sun was shining and it was just like so cool. And then he had like these elderly people who were in nursing homes, their loved ones outside the windows and doing different things to make them feel loved. And like we talked about the elderly man who lost his wife um, years back that he slept with a picture of her every night and the staff had a pillow with her face on it made for him. I remember seeing that one. Oh, such, such neat stories. Anyway, every week he brought this to us and this last Sunday night, he aired the very last some good news and at the end he gave a speech and it was very heartfelt so i have a portion of it for you i told you from the very first episode i only deliver the good news you are the good news and that's why every single week if you can look past the goofy guy wearing half a suit you'd see what resilience really looks like what unbroken really means and through witnessing each and every simple act of kindness and generosity, you would see what the true definition of good really is. Okay, so then it goes into the song and he compiles like the best of the good things that happened in the last week. And I watched this over my lunch break today. I was bawling. And if you've ever cried hysterically while you're eating your lunch, it's a huge mess. Like mm -hmm. I had to take off my glasses and then I'm wiping my nose with my napkin that I'm also wiping my mouth with. <coughs> oh yeah. It was, everything was everywhere. And, and, but I had to eat cause I had to get back to work really fast. <laughs> but this was a really emotional experience. So if you have not watched any of the SGNs, go to YouTube and watch them, but especially watched this last one because it just kind of encompasses just the the triumph of the human spirit and how in like the worst circumstances people can rise above and just the way that people just come together and help other people and right now all we see of other people is their social media like we're seeing so few other people especially if you're if you're working at home and you don't interact with anybody else you're only seeing your friends and family social media. And so your social media is what you look like right now to everybody else. So what are you posting on your social media? What are you talking about on your social media? What are you doing to reflect who you are during this pandemic? I think that people really need to consider the impact that they're having on the world right now and the ability they have to reach out to the world right now. That's it. That's it. Can I turn? No. What are you? Did you hear the crowd? Going, that was a great speech. Rebecca. Wild. Wow. That was a great wild. Speech. Crowd goes wild. I'm about to go insane. Actually. <laughs> Cause I keep pushing the hotkeys. You keep pushing the hotkeys. I like to push the buttons. They light up, like when you push it. No, no, stop. Okay. Oh. Ow! What the freak? <laughs> that, 
see when you try to when you try to stop me from pushing the hotkeys, you get stabbed. Her fingernail is I sharp as nail, cut like an you. actual metal I nail. I will cut you. I did cut you. Listen, clip your nails. Crazy. Join lady. us Friday for our live stream. It's yes. only 30 minutes long. We have a special guest this week. Nathan, yes. are we actually going to be able to live stream this week? I did a series of tests. We are so sorry we failed last week. And uh, if everything goes according to plan, which <laughs> it hopefully will, we should be golden. So we have a special guest you're not going to want to miss. It is a female she is the host of a morning show in Kansas City, and that's all we're going to say about that. Can we just say it? You want to just say it? I kind of do. Okay. I mean, we don't... I'm, is okay, there let's any, just say it. I'm just... Is there Melanie McKay I from Life 88.5 is joining us live stream Friday night to tell her story in our new series, What's Your Story? She's the morning show host for Life 88.5, also the program director. Also the program director, yes. And she's been in the game for a while, so it should be really fun to uh, hear all of her different stories. Also, I redid the studio, so you'll want to see that. Yes, Rebecca has been very busy. Very busy, actually. I'm, I'm impressed. It looks good. Thanks. It's, like, it's honestly like a whole different room. You did well. Thanks. Alrighty, thank you so much for listening to The Vent Lab. Like Rebecca said, live stream this Friday. If you have anything to say to us, you can always text us, 816-787-1511. You can also use that number to text us questions for Shock Therapy, which is the first podcast episode of every single month. So not uh, next week, but probably the week after, right? First first uh, Wednesday of the month? Yeah, first episode. Or first Tuesday of the month? Yep. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know so, what month is it. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 816-787-1511 is that text line. My name is Nathan. And I'm Rebecca. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.